This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Citizens of the Reject Nation, it is time for the Doctor Who Special Four, where we judge this new doctor uh, and go, he's not like the last no, doctor. He's not David Tennant. He's a different doctor. I'm he's comparing. a new flavor. Oh, gosh, you're doing different things. I have to adjust. Do you guys like him? I, I, I don't know. We'll find out. I'm excited. We'll be honest. I'll let you know if we don't like him. Uh, we are, these Christmas, honest. Christmas specials of Doctor Who especially uh, can go either way. Oh, no, so definitely. Be honest about it. Anyway, yeah, sorry for being late, guys. We had Christmas. I'm sick. Still recovering. You might hear it in my voice a little bit. But you know what's making me feel great? The fact that so many of you have bought our Real Rejects exclusive Doctor Who t-shirt. Here's a close-up for you on screen. Yeah, it's a bunch of quotes from the Doctors from the 9th to the 14th, technically. One of my favorite shirts. And in, in December, it became, I believe, our second or third most sold shirt all year. And we've already had a fantastic year. Fantastic. Fantastic. So thank you guys Fantastic. so, so, so much. If you want to pick yourself up a shirt, link in the description box and pin comment. John, uh, uh, they should leave a like. They should they leave should, a like. That is it. Should subscribe and hit the notification bell. To get notified when our reaction for Doctor Who in spring is over. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And if keep, you keep ignoring those notifications until uh, springtime. <laughs> and then uh, full Thanks length. Through, yeah, pre- sure. Helping we'll us cut there. these highlights down. Yeah, and yeah. then, hey, if you want to get the full length experience, yeah, yeah. sync up and see yeah. everything that doesn't make these reaction highlights, go to patreon.com slash the real rejects. Grab your own copy it's and watch join along. us. It's a watch along. It's a watch along. I don't let them know. Yeah. Some people get misunderstood. Let's watch it. A Merry Christmas, Abdo. She's too used to Stop it. Stop making such a fuss. <laughs> Never seen a TARDIS before. Oh, yeah. yeah she's she, got to be she, somebody. Something's up with her. Anita, Who are you, old lady? What was her name? Anita Robinson? She's Rose. Everyone's rose. Everyone's rose. Yeah. And all ties back around. Damn. Woohoo! Damn. I gotta say, man, he'd be looking fly in those two different shirts. He, he does. Wore. He could use a third shirt. Though. He could use a third shirt to never forget 
the past and the great lines that have come before him. The lexicon of the many bars the doctor has spat and woven. With a shirt like the one and one is gracing upon his hairy body with (laughs) a TARDIS full of memories. Oh, so many wonderful memories. Yes. Never be cruel. At www.regenerationshop.com. We also got a bunch of other T-shirts over there as well that I'm sure are flashing upon the screen right now. Looks so beautiful. But we're here to celebrate the Doctor, people. Yes. And now let's talk about the Doctor. All right, John, take it away. Don't make any black or gay jokes. Oh, goodness. I challenge you. Uh, I I know you've been holding it in this entire time, and frankly... I don't like that kind of attitude here on this channel. Don't. But I'm going to grab my jacket. It's funnier because what? You, can't, you can't hear the squeak. Do you call? What do you need? There's a spider in the car. What do you mean there's a spider in the car? I'm the doctor. I can't. <laughs> I couldn't get rid of a spider. Spiders are cool. Spiders are our friends. So it's <laughs> you can go. Spider, I need to find you another world to live in. All right, John. While well, you review Doctor Who, because there's no retakes here. Of course not. <laughs> I'm going to go kill this spider. <laughs> uh, okay, well... Uh... I guess I'll just get this thing going then. <laughs> uh, hey, guys, I really enjoyed that episode quite a bit, actually. Uh, you know, Doctor Who Christmas specials can be hit or miss as to whether they feel like Christmas. And also just the overall quality of those episodes can sometimes be hit or miss. And, uh, you know, the the way in which everything fits into the amount of time is just a thing that, you know, can go either way across all of Doctor Who. Um, but here and now, in a new age, uh, I was very chuffed off this episode. I really liked the proportionality of this. I thought that it was a nice, uh, you know, Christmas-adjacent story. I mean, you could tell a story about an orphan and, and you know, found family at any point in time, but obviously Christmas is a resonant time to do that. And it is, I think, a lesser... I was just watching a film called Miracle on Main Street about a woman who... Uh, you know, through a convoluted series of events, uh, you know, finds a baby and and needs to kind of like use the baby to get out of trouble with the law, but then discovers that she loves the baby and wants to keep it as her own and and raise it. And, uh, you know, I feel like the baby uh, abandoned on the church steps at Christmas. It's a classic image. And uh, I thought there was a nice way to jump off here and to illustrate the backstory of our new companion, but also, you know, do it in such a way that complements the holiday and various tropes of Christmas stories. Two black guys in a gay man walking around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Oh, good. What do you call a black gay guy flying an airplane? <laughs> 
I'm going to need to repeat everything you said because I wasn't here for it. Okay, well, I really enjoyed this, uh, and I don't have any like big asterisks or qualifiers. I feel like Doctor Who Christmas specials can often go either way in terms of how Christmassy they feel and also just how well they prioritize time and just the overall quality of those episodes can be kind of hit or miss. And I thought that this nicely encapsulated aspects of the holiday but had an appropriately Whovian adventure. I thought it was a nice choice to use this... It's a lesser-known Christmas story trope of, like, the baby found on the church steps. I was just recounting an experience I had not two nights ago watching a Christmas movie that uh, was predicated on much a similar setup. Was all this already said? Yes. Wow, this is just very repetitive at this point. Oh, goodness. Well, anyway, what did you think? This is very repetitive, especially for our listeners who are listening to us on Apple and Spotify. Oh, they should repeat this video. They, probably what they just should like, do is repeat the activity audio. of rating this. This is my first audio stars. I'm listening to of whoever these guys are. Yeah. And, and it's too much for me. This guy left, said something about a spider. I don't have any context because there's no the video. Did you did you encourage the spider to go find a new home world where it doesn't have to steal ours? No, I squashed it, then I ate it like uh, a normal person. Of course. Get that protein, <laughs> baby. Get that protein. <laughs> what do you think of the episode? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Wait, John. wait, wait. Before you get to that, what did the black guy and the gay guy do in the bar? I don't remember. Oh, damn it. They got along. They okay. had a drink and they were served properly and yeah. they said welcome and then they tipped their bartender. Yeah, and, they, and everything went according they to plan. Celebrated a nice Christmas friendly <laughs> get no together. No one noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody was any the wiser because it was just another normal day. Yeah. And uh and uh, you call the black gay guy flying the airplane a pilot. Yeah. You racist. Uh yeah, I mean I thought it was a really good episode. I thought it was really fun and vibrant and uh, exciting. It's cool to get like a different type of tone because this is technically like their fourth special in a row, right? And yeah. each special has felt very different, whereas the other three really did capture Tenet. And that's the other thing. I didn't find myself thinking about Tenet. At all. Yeah. No, I, I didn't like think about him right one bit. now, yeah. this very moment. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was like, like, oh, we yeah. just did all that with him, <laughs> yeah. didn't we? We just had three specials with Tenet, and I yeah. was very absorbed into what we were watching. Um I thought it was actually a smart call to have a lot of the focus be on the uh, on Ruby and and not do the thing where like they, they tease it a little bit throughout where she's having some little encounters with the doctors in the background, but it's not the the focus of like who is this guy like the whole time. It's just really the one incident at the club. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, it's mainly just focused on. Ruby, her life, the mystery with her mom. Um, uh, how funny it would be if it was just that old lady next door. And it's just like the mystery <laughs> with her mom and and just her family life, you know. And I think that's usually what makes the best of the companions when you can get invested into who they are outside of the doctor mm. and what their relationship is with the doctor. Because I was, I was finding myself just kind of enjoying the whatever the drama is that she's experiencing, you know, like her personal journey and that duality of identity of when you, you're an adopted kid and yet there is still that longing for identification of knowing who your birth parents are and like, why? At the end of the day, that question might linger in your head. You know, so there's some people who uh, are fostered or adopted and they don't care to get to know their birth parents. And then there's the other side where you're, you do have that thing that kind of pokes at the back of your brain. Like who was my birth mom? And why did they leave me? Why didn't they ultimately want me? And it, it all depends on upbringing and blah, blah, blah. There's a whole bunch of things that could factor in. 
And I say to all of them, get over it. Yeah. Get over it. Be here now. Right now in the moment. Mm-hmm. All right? You don't need anybody. You don't need anybody except who you got with you right now. Take it from someone who had his biological and still has one of them around. And yeah. <laughs> so take it from someone with who was raised by his biological parents it ain't anything special. In fact, you, you bet half of us wish we were adopted. Yeah, you get more that leverage. Mom, Mom, Christmas was rough this year. Yeah, <laughs> so many things happened. And I didn't get the information I wanted. I'm depressed. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I think she's great. And uh, as for our new doctor, I thought he was excellent. You know, like one thing with, with the doctor that you want to have a kind of that fun, but you also want to have where you can the, the, the gravitas and... I wasn't reminded of any of the previous incarnations other than, like, I'm aware that he's a doctor. Yeah. You know, I I still felt like he, he really brought his own. He's got his own flair. He's like a black guy from the 70s in a way. All you need to do is give him an afro. He's got the outfit. He's all decked out, ready for action. You know what I mean? I'm sure we'll go back in time at some point. Maybe we'll get Doctor with the fro. Do the disco. Yes. Saturday Night Doctor. He's he's one fro away from looking that way, man. Sure. I would love a fro doctor. A black man and a gay guy walk into a bar. And they both have an afro. (laughs) What year is it? (laughs) The 70s, where <laughs> time of progression and sexual exploration was at its at its, its a revolutionary time. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was neither as progressive as it is now, but it was also much more galvanized in terms of just, yeah. The like Dr. Tripp's acid this yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would love a Dr. Who acid trip. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. Yeah. What would the doctor see? What is the doctor's ego death experience like? I know, right? Let's do that. So, uh, but he—he's—he's he's wonderful. He's—he's yeah. he's really wonderful. Yeah, he's really, really gripping to watch. And I was wondering what. Yeah, they—they've said that like this is quote like the healed doctor, and I was like, okay, what is that going to look like? What is that going to do for the character? What is the character going to have to? you know, grapple with, and they, they do at least touch on the timeless child thing. I'm adopted. Um, but yeah, I don't know, just just the way, and I mean, that'll be part of the fun of the series moving forward into the actual thick of the season is kind of seeing, yeah, okay, who is this guy now? What, uh, you know, elements will separate his take on the character, and we get a good sense for just what his characterization is here, which I found, yeah, very appealing, both in the fun and bouncy side, as well as when, you know, he's like, wrecked when you know it's clear that like time has been rewritten like i bought just how much he cares about that and so you know i agree we've had these doctors multiple now that have you know so much baggage and it's kind of nice to be without the baggage a little bit and uh, i'm sure we'll gain new baggage as we go listen listeners on on apple and spotify need not worry about what's happening right now but i'm just grabbing a hard drive here guys Uh i I desperately need it and uh you explain to listeners it's it's tough tending to two different platforms tending to multiple platforms at once you know what i mean and uh, we are always constantly doing so because, I mean, we've got this on YouTube, but there's also Patreon. There's the podcast. There's Whoa, wait, there's no need to do extra files. Pl- plug in, John. That, um, oh, sorry. Please leave I it just, to the professionals. That's the default. I just assume you need your dongle at all Well, times. there's still a little sense of loneliness to him that you kind of need. Yeah, that was one of my concerns, too, of like the heel doctor of, oh, but that part of the, the baggage is part of what makes the doctor. Sure. 
and I don't feel like it's completely uh, eliminated. I don't, no. you know, like even though this is all a bunch of made up mumbo jumbo of okay. <laughs> a guy who's lived forever, um, or or not a guy. It's uh, both. It's a the it's a it's, them. It's a them. Oh, I need to adjust. They they are they. I need to adjust my my framing on it. It's non-binary. The doctor's been a bit of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I need to I need to adjust the way I speak. Does we the doctor even do. identify as a he? I keep saying he. I don't He's even know. Presenting male at the moment, but yeah, that's a good point. We didn't really do the pronouns this time. Well, we should have. Yeah. Oh well. Surprisingly less woke. <laughs> what well, the other ones? <laughs> uh, at least in terms of of like directly cluing you into the message. I mean, you know, there's a lot of diverse casting in here. Um, you know, there's at least you know several black cast members, a trans uh, actress in here, at least uh, you know multiple you know what elder I mean? actors. Less, but it's Russell not, T Davies it's turning not, to the camera, going, "Hey, I hey, got something to tell you. What's the theme? Here, here it is. <laughs> and if you don't like it, tough." <laughs> I'm talking to, to you, audience. <laughs> I'm talking to you bigots out there and or people who just get really upset I about got, popular entertainment. I got something to say this episode. Yeah. Here it is. Yeah, so listen up. <laughs> get your keyboards out because you're going to be miffed at this one. Whatever. It got people talking and leaving uh, <laughs> simultaneously. Oh, I enjoyed it all, though. The mavity of the situation. Ah, way to bring it back, John. Um, So... Let's just face it, you're not going to get any of this this type of disorganization in any other Doctor Who review this out is there. the most madcap one. Yeah, like the Doctor, when he's trying to like have a conversation while the TARDIS is going, man, I just yeah. do it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to take the angle of the, of the review in that portion, and I'm just going to tilt it all around like it's crazy. What do you think of a sonic screwdriver? Oh, yeah, it looks like a... Like an ergonomic mouse or something, uh, you know. I'm open to it. It's, I mean, I barely. Once he pulled it out the first time, I was like, "Oh, that's an interesting shape." And then the rest of the time, Hi, I was, is he talking about his doctor? Oh, I'm talking else? about his doctor. Uh, but no, I, I think it's cool. Dongle, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Donga. Uh, uh, I think it's cool. I didn't. You know, it's different, obviously. I'm going to have to, like, quote, get used to it. But, like, after the first time I saw it, I was pretty much like, yeah, it's the Sonic. Here we go. You know, like, it's it's not shaped like a screwdriver as much as it was before, but that's fine. I don't really care. <laughs> Why did you? I don't really care. I, I, yeah. Yeah, some people it looked cool. I don't know. Some people get really hung up on that stuff. And and I haven't heard any fine. opinions that's about totally this totally fine but. if you're hung up on it. I'm not here to change your opinion. Uh-huh. I am. I'm here to say that as long as it is lightweight and he can carry it around and do the exact same thing as Sonic Screwdriver can do. Really does it really matter what really shape matter? it is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This magical gizmo that opens all doors except the wooden ones. That's an interesting rule. Has that always been the rule? Because lately the Sonic Screwdriver has been able to do anything. It's been like force field shields. Yeah, you. I, I believe that it is at least a rule that it doesn't manipulate like organics like wood. All so right. if like if this whole ship is made of wood, then like ah okay, we might be screwed. Um, yeah, like his outfits. Uh, uh it, it's very he's he feels just like a dude, <laughs> <laughs> like more so than anyone. Like Matt Smith was probably the closest it came. He still felt like larger than life. Matt Smith felt like your cool professor. He still that felt like, like an alien. I 
guess. Man Smith. But he also looks kind of like <laughs> I was going to say he felt like the professor that would that's you know like uh, adult college students would be sleeping with sure yeah the, the <laughs> so, hip young professor yeah. whose bow ties are cool <laughs> yeah yeah totally totally sure i could see it whereas this guy seems like the most young and the most yeah a, a guy but i don't mind i don't mean i i don't mind that i still felt like when he's in the full-on suit i was still like he's the doctor though <laughs> you know well, the doctor's more about like how you carry yourself, sure, and the cool things you say. And, and he's also a coat. Super sensitive. He's a super sensitive doctor, and the doctor lately has been like very hardened. Mm-hmm. And I think by uh, breaking him down into the healed doctor, it has allowed him to be more on the empathetic side. As when you say healed doctor, you're probably just like, hey, he's gonna be all smiles all the time. Yeah, and everything's good. Uh, but he's more, he's touched more, you know? Yeah. Like, he was crying, like, all the time in this episode. He's a nurturer. You cry twice, you're crying all Always. the time. Always. <laughs> he's crying, like, nonstop. He cries Beginning to end. When he's dancing in the club, when he first sees the goblin, when he's playing with the rope, he's just crying. Just a crybaby doctor is what we call him. <laughs> Dr. Crybaby. Blah, blah. Right. We want a doctor <laughs> Doctor Boo, <laughs> that's right, boy. That's right. That's oh, what I want from my doctor. I, that's that's what I want is just the crybaby doctor. Uh, but no, he's a really sensitive doctor. Uh, I really Very like vulnerable. Ruby a lot as well, mm-hmm. and she feels again just like a very three dimensional character. And uh, I like the tethering to her past of how of how they they showed how that came to be yeah. of the the connection there. I thought that was a nice surprise of how that came to be because I thought he was. I thought the beginning was just the beginning, mm. like the way they played yeah. on the mind. I thought like, okay, he goes there, and then he already knew who she was when we're watching the storyline progress. And then yeah. find out, oh, like oh, he didn't know what we saw was the end. They Tarantino that shit. They did, and they didn't show us the. Yeah, I thought that was really cool of how of, of how they 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 misled us on that. Mm-hmm. The whole time I was, I was like, I thought he, I thought he knew who she was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hundo P. Um, it was, it was a nice special. It, was, it felt very Christmassy for the most part, and I like how like to call her Ruby and to be born on Christmas Eve. A lot of times, Christmas specials might not even feel like a Christmas thingy, and this felt like Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I really liked mom and grandma and just their the person that you pointed out the way they shoot the. Apartment just makes it feel very I engaged. Did point this out and lively. I like to said things about it. I like their little life and the way it was portrayed. I was really happy to say those things. Yeah, <laughs> super great <laughs> things you said, dude. I, I'm gonna go back to the reaction and just watch you say them over. And over. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and we got a little mystery. Uh, I looked up just to see if we were missing some kind of cameo in uh, Mrs. Flood. But apparently that's a, a mystery that will unfold over the season as to who she is. So uh, we didn't actually miss anything that I know of. Although there are at least fan theories that like, oh, maybe it's this past companion. Or maybe it's a version of River Song, Or maybe it's somebody to do with the master. Or maybe it's this. Or maybe it's someone totally new. So nobody knows. And it's nice to be just included on a mystery that's here now. Yeah. <laughs> instead, yeah. Of, instead of some past touchstone. No, I don't know. Not that those are bad, but, you know, it's nice to just be here and now and not be like, damn, if I had only spent all my life watching hundreds and hundreds of back episodes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, overall, I thought that this actually felt different 
and I'm excited to see how everything unfolds. And he's got good chemistry with Ruby, yeah. which is a really important touchstone. And I like the goblin. We've, we've talked about the goblins and the fact that there was music. That was a surprise. I loved that they had that was songs. A big surprise. Yeah, and I liked the sort of like time banditsy kind of strangeness of yeah of their floating, you know, skyship. I haven't seen Time Bandits, so I don't get the reference. Hence, I do not like this now. You know, pirates in time and space and flying and all sorts of stuff. But mm. you know, uh, not that it's a one to one. It's not a hundred percent. It's the thing. Like Star Wars. Yeah, it's like Star Wars. Okay. And like the Hobbit because of goblins, um, but I like the goblins. I like their their. I, I you know it's like we don't really get to know them a heap ton, or there's not really that big resolve of like ah oh, we need to vanquish you or wipe you out or find you a new home or whatever. But like it, I don't thought care. I thought the way they handled it worked, and I liked all their different little aesthetics and the fact that you've got the one big guy and and you know you have multiple effects. Like one thing I think is neat, and it kind of has that similar resonance to like how they were doing when the Star Wars sequels were still fresh, and you're like oh man they're doing a little bit of each they're doing puppetry and cgi and people and makeup and whatever else and Mm -hmm. the goblins you know clearly there's a lot of cg there but i thought that they did nicely to utilize certain practical effects especially with the goblin king and and all that stuff just yeah gave it this sort of like fun and somewhat even demented henson-y quality a little bit sort of when they're in the ship itself yeah the ship, yes, is, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's when mainly on, when they're first on the roof. I'm like, Ugh. sure, yeah, because they gotta be in full motion. CG guys, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I mean, and and I don't begrudge Doctor Who. It's, I feel like the legacy of Doctor Who is like, well, remember when this started out, they were in like a black box theater with like cardboard, you know, creature cutouts oh, and no. stuff. So like, you know, any effect is fine. <laughs> Well, part of the charm of Doctor Who is yeah. when they have wibbly wobbly effects. Yes, <laughs> wibbly wobbly CG Ouija. Yeah, man. Uh, overall, uh, solid, solid start with this guy. That was quality. I yeah. like him a I lot. Like him a lot. Or them. I don't know. Tell us. We. He's we. He's all of us. He's great though, and then you know, he was in Barbie. So, was he? Yeah, he's one of the Kens. Which one? He doesn't get like a heap ton of lines, but he's oh, he's there in he's in like the musical number, and he's there on the beach. And what's his character name? He's Ken. Ken what? Watanabe. <laughs> Let's see. Does he have an actual Ken name, or is he just Ken? Uh, who does he play? He's Artist Ken. There you oh, go. Oh, I remember Artist Ken now. Yeah, he's a variation of Beach Ken, who's far more creative. So yeah, he's there. He's there. There he is in this uh, musical number right here, next to Ryan Gosling and Kingsley. He is a very Bender. handsome, sex seductive fellow, man. I like to see him dance. Yeah, he's a, he's a really awesome guy. Uh, Doctor dances. Yeah, that musical number was. It, it felt like a real musical. I love when shit just randomly does musical numbers. Yeah, I'm about it. I I, I wish really more am. shit was musical. Seriously, man. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, what do you guys think? Leave your thoughts down below. Thanks for being here. Send us with the page for the day shout out. Ah!
All right, John, pick a name. Hey, Michael B. Michael B. My goodness, Michael B. You know what, man? I've been seeing how much you've been killing it on YouTube throughout the holidays. I'm wearing my Doctor Who shirt right now, and the reason being is because we are getting ready to shoot Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. We're shooting this shout out in advance. But I'm remembering that I got a notification bell on Christmas Day Ooh. that you uploaded your reaction to the Doctor Who Christmas special. This man's a hustler. Yeah. He doesn't take any days off. He's already working a full-time job, runs his channel, his YouTube channel full-time. I'm always bitching and complaining about everyone who watches our videos. It's like, tell with all you guys. None of you love me enough. Uh, I hate every one of you who yeah, watches me. Yeah. But Michael's like, hey, you know, I love everyone who watches me, even the haters. And I, I got to learn something from you, Michael, because I see you hustling on Christmas. And I'm like, not even the Hanukkah bear shows up for me on oh, Christmas. Oh, no. That's about the Hanukkah bear. He goes to the trash. It's a different video. So let me remind you about the one who the Hanukkah bear. The Hanukkah bear. <laughs> see, Santa goes to the chimney. <laughs> Hanukkah bear. Hanukkah bear goes through your trash. Hanukkah yeah. bear goes through your trash. He might leave something for you. He yeah. might take something off your hands. Yeah, and sometimes you just leave shit in the driveway. And uh, the, the mystery started when there was a, a, a bear going around Colorado Springs with a with a with a with a with a yamaka. And um, sure. yeah, and people call him the Hanukkah bear. And that's how the, the legend of the Hanukkah bear came to be in 1997. So, yeah. uh, Michael, I hope that you had a great Christmas with you and your girlfriend. Obviously not, because you spent your time filming and editing. Well, you know what the B stands for is Bob Cratchit. Because you were just working to the grindstone Christmas Day. What's a Bob Cratchit? You know, from the classic tale of Christmas uh, reclamation, A Christmas Carol. He's Ebenezer Scrooge's clock. This is why I don't know about the Hanukkah barrel. I, I know. I've just a... been spending all my time on these Christian <laughs> tales. <laughs> You're missing out, man. It B stands also for bear. Michael B stands for Michael it's Bear. Force of man. Now it sounds disingenuous. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Um, I don't know why any of you guys watch us, but every one of you who's watching us should be watching Michael B. instead. That's who we're going to sell the channel to. Yeah. Take it off our hands, Michael. You deal with Roxy Stryer. <laughs> <laughs> Just Roxy. You'll be the rank. Everyone else is fine. One. Everyone else is easy, but that friggin' Stryer, yeah, boy. Oh. Yeah, so you got that to look forward to. Happy Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Just in case she sees this, know that everyone's a problem. Every, everyone. <laughs> Even me. We're all Every, a problem. Everyone's a problem, all right? Not just Roxy. Everyone is. Even Michael B., when he collabs with us, is a problem. But oh, yeah, that's, that's not happening. Damn internet connection. Yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>